Hey everybody, welcome to episode 111. That's three ones. Three ones in a, in a row. And that adds up to 333. And two times that is 666. This is like a quarter of the number of the third, a sixth of the number of the Beast podcast. That's right? Confusing. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of evil, but not, not like super evil, just a little evil. Anyway... One sixth evil. One exactly. Sixth time. Yeah. See, it's not. It's not. It's not real evil. Just a little bit evil. Anyway, today we're going to talk about games we've been playing. Uh, Dylan's going to describe one of my favorite games, uh, probably on the NES. I love this game a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about some PS5 users and why they're getting banned. It's mostly because they're being stupid. Um, at least that's my take. Uh, Microsoft addresses some questions about Xbox Series X performance. Uh, the Prince of Saudi Arabia is looking to buy SNK, um, which is kind of weird and bad. Will he Not, make a new Crystallis game? I mean, he may make a new Crystallis game. He may hack a journalist up with a machete. Call it just, you know, I don't but know if there'll be. But a, he'll make a new Iron Tank, though, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, uh, the yeah. Xbox Series S is a really solid emulator, oddly enough. There's there's some things you can do on a Series S that are going to surprise you. Uh, Microsoft Flight Sim is getting official VR support. Do you guys know who... Uh, Colby's going to sneeze. Except he, maybe he muted it, so you guys can't see it. I just have to watch it. Uh, do you guys know who uh, Rami Ismail is? He's a uh, developer of Nuclear Throne. Oh. Last night, he was flying from somewhere to Amsterdam... And started out a flight using the same uh, like path on MS Flight Simulator. Like as soon as he took off, um, and because it's got like real time weather and stuff, he could look out his window, and the weather in real life would be the weather that was the same in the plane he was flying. It was real cool. It was a That's it was a neat the little bizarre thing I've ever. Heard. <laughs> it was a cool little experiment. Uh, nobody seems to know what other space is on the PS5. Who wants to sneak into Japan with me in February? Anyone feel like? That's a I mean, it's long plane ride, man. It's a lot. Well, and we can't probably fly straight to Japan. Um, so it's probably going to involve like a heist of some sort, Dylan, where we're going to have to steal a boat and swim in, maybe? Are you down for it? That's a long plane ride. Okay, so Dylan's out. How about you, Cole? <laughs> Sneak into Japan with me? Sure. Take my kayak. Okay, Colby, kayak. <laughs> Colby yeah, and I and a, Dylan. I've got a kayak too. How about we kayak into Japan? We're going to kayak into Japan. It's going to be great. We're going to tell you why in a second. And uh, then we're going to talk about the Game Awards. Like, I love the Game Awards, but they're kind of dumb this year. This uh, we got really yes, only Colby. episode 111. I don't know. I that think seems so. real off. You guys started this four years ago. Yeah, oh, funny. it's not 111. What the hell am I doing? We're episode. I was super confused. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I like. I've been sitting here looking at that, going like, "That's not right. That can't be right." I'm like, "Did you just like do episode 100?" I'm like, "No, no." Did I mention that I'm tired? Has that come up lately? Anyway, 211 for those who care. Thank you, Colby, for making that correction. I would hate to have to like come back next week and. And issue that. So, yeah, yeah 211. Yeah. Anyway, we got questions from Vinny, Joe Coleslaw, Princess Megan, Aslan the Incompetent, and Mansox. A bunch of cheap free games. Like, it is a Game Pass extravaganza this month. It's going to be great. Uh, some Prime Gaming, some PlayStation Now, some Epic Games. It's going to be great. So, first of all, I'm Cliff Johnson. I'm joined today by 
Mr. You, Dylan. You've already said both of our names. I have not. It doesn't matter. I'm still introducing you. <laughs> it's part of what we do, Colby. Colby's here, too. I am here. Say woo. Woo! I don't understand what your name is. And together now? Everybody and together now. Okay. Dylan knows cool. what's up. It's a Limp Bizkit song. Oh, okay. Um, do you guys, do you use Spotify? <laughs> Dylan uses Spotify. I do. Do you use Spotify call? No. So yesterday they announced that, uh, I don't even remember who it was, was the top artist on Spotify this year. And I was so glad that I don't work in a radio station that has a pop station anymore in which I would actually know who that person was. I had no idea. And it felt great. Was it trapped? It was not. It was. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are they the ones that have the awesome Twitter? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. Top. Let's see. I'll, I'll figure this out. Top artist on Spotify. It was. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. His name was like Stupidy Dog or something. I, I don't know who it was. You're going to sound like dad describing rap. Yeah. It's gonna oh, be like I tell you, vaguely man. racist. And... I tell you, we're going to get there. It's going to be great. I don't know who it was. I it don't know matter. who this Snoopy Dog is. But <laughs> my name's Snoopy Dog, and I'm here to say, and you're just doing the hand God, gestures like every 50-year-old white man God, when you're describing rap. Amazing. I don't know. I don't know who it was. It told me on Alexa yesterday, and now I, I don't know anymore. So, whatever. Anyway video games. Colby, tell me what you've been playing. <laughs> I want to hear more about Scoobity Dog. I'll, I'll look it up <laughs> while you tell me about your video games. Uh, I played some more Far Cry 3. Um, that's a really good game. I would love to know if they... So it's like a vaguely remastered version. Oh, nice. Um, and I would love to know if they did anything for the controls or if it's just a graphical thing. Because, like, that game still... It doesn't control like an Xbox 360 game. It controls so like a... better? Yeah, an Xbox One game. Interesting. And I don't know if they just, you know, like, went like, oh, yeah, just use the Far Cry 5, you know, kind of things. I mean, I own Far Cry 3 on Xbox 360, so I could probably find out, but I'm if lazy If you could and compare and contrast, um, Bad Bunny is the Spotify most streamed... That's, that's close to Scoobity Dog or whatever. <laughs> I mean, his name's Bad Bunny. Come on. Anyway. Uh, did you think, like, were you thinking of Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, Scrappy-Doo? I like Scooby-Doo more than I like Bad Bunny, I almost guarantee you. Yeah. Um, but Far Cry 3 is really fun. I'm probably a little more than halfway through it, I would guess. Halfway? Nice. I don't know. Somewhere in there. I've rescued all my friends. going to go, I don't know, fight Voss or whatever. It's a good game. I wish I had friends. Yeah, I mean, all the ones in this one seem like just douchebags who, like, I'd want to punch in real life. <laughs> but then again, so does my character. Yeah, that's I fair. don't know. But uh, then I uh, I bought Skyforce Reloaded. What kind of game is that? It sounds familiar. It is a, um, like, 1942 schmuck yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's awesome, except nice. it's hard as hell. Yeah. Um, mm. Like... Super hard. Um, still real fun, though. Um, if you like those type of... If you like 1942 and you're looking for an updated version, get that, because it's oh, really man, awesome. I, like, I do kind of love 1942. You should check it out. It's only 10 bucks. I think I own it, actually, to be I, honest. Unless you bought it, you do I think not. I own it on PC. 
Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Know. Then do that. Um, and then I started uh, CrossCode. And it is kind of awesome. Um, it reminds me if you mixed, like, Secret of Mana, Chrono Trigger, and, like, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past all together. Oh, wow. And made like, I mean, like, not even like story wise. I don't know. It's just something about how like it handles and looks that reminds me of all three of those games. Um, I'm like eight hours in and I don't really know the story because it's like a 30 plus hour game. Um, but it's real fun. Um, combat feels real good. Uh, it's like an ARPG, right? Yep, ARPG. And uh, it's on Game Pass. So go play it. I love Game Pass so much, man. I do too. Like it just every every month it just makes me a little bit happier. Uh, but, cool. But uh, you know, and today my kid said she was scared of it, and so now I'm just not really sure what I'm gonna play. Have you thought about just locking her in a closet? A hundred percent, yeah. But I say um, do it. Yeah. All right, uh, Dylan, I'm gonna have you describe uh, Hudson Soft's Adventure Island to me. Alrighty, let's take a look at this. I had it up. There we go. Well, to me, I think this looks like a uh, kind of like the movie The Condemned, starring Stokely Steve Austin, where they take the uh, it's basically the plot of Manhunt, where they take like convicts and put them on an island to. Um, kind of have a battle royale last man standing for freedom kind of like surviving the game starring ice tea sure um so i'm imagining that it's kind of like a old um game show where people think they're in a competition but they're actually in a competition for their lives on uh an island with a dinosaur king that um likes that kind of entertainment that, that's a rhino um, dylan uh rhinosaur hello a rhinosaur good point good idea yeah um, um you yeah, were close is, you're just close. like old, old games they how would you give say you, you nothing get around on, on the island no no how would you yeah. say you get around on the island what kind of game do you think that is i don't no, I'm, is... I'm wondering about the mode of transportation I don't. What if I told you it was a skateboard? (laughs) I was going to say something like a hoverboard or something. Also, I enjoy... If you look up in the corner, that's actually what he wears in the game. He rides a skateboard and wears like a grass skirt, but also a baseball hat. Yeah. Yeah, I see that now. I didn't even even realize what that is. is. Uh, The player controls Master Higgins, a young man who ventured to Adventure Island in the South Pacific after hearing that the evil witch doctor, which I guess maybe is that rhino, kidnapped Princess Tia, oh, Tina. To rescue her, Higgins must survive a series of 32 stages. There are eight worlds called areas, which are divided into four stages or rounds, which are further divided into four checkpoints. When the player reaches the fourth round of each area, he must confront a boss at the end to continue to the next area. The game is completed when the player saves the girl after defeating the eighth and final form of the evil lord. Was there like a, a Super Adventure Island call? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, I think Super Adventure Island is the one that I played more of. I doubt I it. Say. No? No. 
Huh. This anyway, is the one. so I will say that I own this game, have played this game quite a bit, and I don't think I've ever seen the third uh, level. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I remember, like, I don't we, even know if I've seen the third, like, level in level one. Yeah, this game's <laughs> hard. Like, I remember playing, like, the first two levels of this game just over and over and over again because that's what you did, like, back in the day. Um, I remember we actually. Go ahead. The second level is the cave level, right? I, it's been way too long. Man. I don't think I've ever beat the cave level. I mean, I haven't tried in a long time, but yeah, I I just remember. Oh, there was uh, Adventure Island two and Adventure Island three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just remember lending this to a friend of ours, um, and we never got it back. Like <laughs> I fell out of touch with her, and we never got this game again. So. I've got it. So you must have rebought it at some point. I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. Adventure Island was a lot of fun. So I remember distinctly like playing this at my uncle's house before we actually got our Nintendo. Like he had Adventure Island. We'd go over there and play play that. So Kelly? Carrie. I don't remember them having an NES. Oh yeah, absolutely. They were the hmm. one of the some of the first people I knew that had an NES, actually. Yeah. So I remember Brian having one, but Yeah, uh, I think he, I think Carrie had one before Brian did. So I don't remember because yeah. I used to borrow games from Brian and I don't mm-hmm. know why I would have never borrowed games from we City. did a little bit. We traded a little bit. So, yeah. Anyway, there's a, you know, a blast back to Colby and I's childhood. Um, I played a couple of games this week. I beat Knights and Bikes, which Woo. might actually, like, I thought uh, Fell might be my game of the year, but Knights and Bikes might actually be my game of the year. Um, I think Colby is really right. That's a game you have to play co-op. Um, or I at never least the, said that. Well, I think you said that it would be better. You thought it would be better co-op. No. Um, Really? I really liked it single player. I just said that the AI in single player sometimes yeah. was kind of wonky. Well, and that's the nice thing is this eliminates that problem. Um, adds other problems, though. Maybe? I don't like people. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a really cute, clever game that I, I just really enjoyed it. Like, there's nothing... I, almost any game that I play, I will get to a point where I'm like, I just... I don't like this part about it. Like, uh, I can fell. I thought it was really fun, but I thought the bi- boss fights sucked. I hated the boss fights. Um, they went on for... I mean, I, I think the final boss, I spent... 60 minutes fighting and like I just don't ever want to do that. And Knights and Bikes never hit that for me. Like, the length was perfect. Um... The puzzles were hard, but not too hard. Like, I rarely got frustrated. I didn't end up actually, like, looking up the solution for anything. I think I asked Colby on, like, maybe one or two of the puzzles. Um, And it's just kind of clever and heartwarming. The ending's really good. Um, I I think I liked everything about it. So that's a strong contender for me for Game of the Year, right? It's kind of, I guess you have to look at it. It only came out on the Xbox this year, which is where I played it. It was actually released last year on the PC. So, you know, whatever. But super good game. Um, I continued uh, playing the Mummy Remastered, which Colby got me for my birthday. It's it's great. It just keeps getting better. Um, It's... I think you have to really enjoy a certain type of game to enjoy that game. Metroid. Not even, yeah, like, like, uh, but you have to like, like NES games, yeah. Um, because it plays just like one of them. Like, everything you love about those games is in that. Everything you hate about those games is in that. Like, the knockback in that game is driving me batty. Um, you, you eventually get something that stops knockback. I literally just got, I think, all the things I need to get in order to get that. But, it, but like a good Metroidvania, the further you get into it, the more stuff you get. So the more powerful you feel, like, it, it, 
it's a good game because at first you feel just like, ugh, everything's killing me. I'm getting murdered by everything. And then as you get more stuff, that becomes less and less of a problem. Like I got a, I got a flamethrower last night and flamethrower takes care of almost all of life's problems, to be honest. So, um, let me remastered. It's like what? 20 bucks call. Yeah. So just like on the subject of flamethrowers, have you ever just sat back and thought like as a human race, like at one point in time, we're like, you know, I want to kill someone, but I want to kill them in the most horrific way possible. I should invent something that does that. Right? Yeah. I Every once in a while you think about flamethrowers. I think, I will be honest, I think flamethrowers in video games are actually probably one of the most realistic guns in video games because they're completely... Have you ever... Okay, I can't say this, but I would say 80% of the time when you get a flamethrower in a game, you're like, oh my god, sweet, I got a flamethrower. And then you use it, and you immediately regret using it because you lit the bad guys on fire and everything around you on fire and eventually yourself on fire. Like, there's no... It's kind of like a lightsaber. Like, like I think Molotov cocktails. Yeah, everybody thinks that a lightsaber would be really awesome, and you get it, and you go, "Oh shoot, I just cut off my arm." You know, like it's flamethrowers are not a good idea, but as a way of like horrifically oh, killing geez. someone, like <laughs> I think it's the like, thing is you know me- that like. If you talk to like, if you took like a, you know, poll of like a hundred people and said like, what's the worst way to die? I guarantee you like, show me fire on that, you know, uh-huh. board. Yeah, it's, it's burning to death or drowning. Both oh. of those are like, you know, or suffocation of some sort. Yeah. So, so what do we do? We make guns that shoot fire that burn you and bombs that like, <laughs> you know, suffocate you. It's great. Yeah. Maybe maybe global warming is a good idea. <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there. Maybe that's a solution. Uh... Anyway, Mummy Remastered, 20 bucks to get it. The flamethrower in that game is only used for, as far as I know, killing obnoxious bugs. Yeah. yeah. So, which I mean, that's a pretty good use of a flamethrower. In, in my opinion, you should use a flamethrower for two things. Killing, like, bugs and blackberry bushes. Those are those are the two things you can use it for. Um, I'm also playing Trials Rising, which is the Trials game that came out last year. I picked it up on that Xbox Black Friday sale for, like... Nine dollars, I want to say. Like it's it's a it's a game that I've been watching forever, but I'm like I don't know if I want to pay thirty dollars for a Trials game. And I picked up it and all of its DLC for nine. And if you like Trials, it's another Trials game. <laughs> it's it's fun. I don't. I'm not Jones with the format on this one. It's instead of like, hey, here's some levels, and here's some other levels, and here's some other levels. They try and make it into like a. They tried to add a story to that game, and I don't really know if it needs a story, but it's like, you're a trials bike rider, and you're going to start with these easy things, and you're going to work yourself up until you're finally in the trials world champions, and so you have to, you know, like, you know, the game map is like, it's a map of the world, and you'll go do some trials in the United States, and then you'll get better, and you'll get to go over to Europe, and then it'll unlock South America, and like, you know... It's fine, but really, I just want to race a cool bike on stupid tracks. It, I don't need a, a story to, to help me do that, but it's good. You know, if you can, it's, uh, I don't know if I'd pay 30 bucks for it, but if you get it on sale, it's absolutely worth that. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, it does have an online mode, too, which I'd kind of like to try out. And I, I hop back into Destiny 2 a little bit. 
um, because I was kind of curious about how stuff works. And I haven't gotten far enough into it to really be able to answer that question. But I will tell you, if you've gone into Destiny 2 before and you like have played that first mission like 800 times, that mission does not exist anymore. So there's a, a completely new onboarding for Destiny 2. Um, although I think it like might use parts of that original mission. Like I recognize the areas. I just don't like the missions different. Um, man, that game has... The game's changed, man. It's it's seen some stuff, so it's good. Destiny Destiny Two is always good. It's free on Game Pass right now, so check that out. Uh, we should talk about Patreon, except I'm not logged into Patreon, which is a little bit of a an issue. Thanks to those two brother guys. Yeah, Palmers. <laughs> the brothers Palmer. there. <laughs> We, we let's not do the thing where we try and guess who our patrons are. <laughs> it never works. Uh, shout out to Sean Palmer. Shout out to John Tippins, Austin Palmer, and uh, Alan Schulte. New, or shall I say, returning uh, uh, Patreon as well. Joe Cole Jr. Thanks, Joe, for hopping back Woo! into the ring. Appreciate it, man. Uh, so we're up to five producers. That's that's pretty dope. I like that. I mean, um, if, if Joe hadn't done that, I would have gotten a half of them right. Yes, yeah, true. Up that uh, true. percentage. Yeah. Now nah, we appreciate it anyway. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you would like to support this podcast, you can go to patreoncom slash Uh We have a one, three, seven, and ten dollar tier. Ten dollars gets your name Woo. read out on this podcast. I would say every week, but Woo. let's be honest. <laughs> Sometimes I forget. But we appreciate each and every one of you. You're all fantastic. Keep the lights on around here. Dylan, do your thing, man. News. I think you should know that when you're not here, Dylan, I make Colby do it. And Colby is regularly like, <laughs> news. It's it's not just it's not so worse. It's just different. So, so <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Uh, so PlayStation 5 users, you guys, do you guys remember the PlayStation Plus collection that like uh, kind of deal where you would get, if you bought a PS5, you'd get a bunch of like PS4 backwards compatible games. It's like. It's like pretty cool. Like it's like God of War and The Last of Us and so on and I so remember forth. That right? Now you that you say that, vaguely remember us talking about that before. Yeah, yeah. I had no yeah. recollection um, of it, but now that you say it, no clue. <laughs> so um, there's a PS5 owners um, have been auctioning off uh, or selling those collections. So essentially, like if you are a PS5 owner, you can log into someone else's PS4. And, like, unlock that collection, and then they can play those games on their console. And there are folks that have been selling them as to as many as 20 different people. <laughs> and wow. you will be shocked to find out, shocked to find out, that PlayStation is banning those people. <laughs> so, according to uh, people... Uh, they're like that's like a two month ban, and the PS5 console involved are permanently being blocked from network services. So... That's amazing. Like, I guess the moral of the story is, is, I mean, did anyone think they were going to do that and get away with it? Because why? I'm just confused as to why anyone think that something that involved their login. <laughs> like, that's yeah. like robbing a bank and leaving your business card. <laughs> yeah. So, like, people but were anyway, privately I guess purchasing the moral of the story is, someone to log in to... That's, uh huh. Wow, that's uh huh. <laughs> I don't even. I don't really even know what to. One that's like not even. Why would you? 
do they did they like give them their login or did they no i think once you do it it must unlock those games on their console i'm just wondering like if cliff bought my stuff like did i give cliff my login so he could log in because now i just gave him my login i'm like wondering how that transaction yeah, actually i i, I don't know how it works i that's that's like if right I, I don't know the details of how it worked but god it's stupid yeah it's not it's not a great idea so i don't know man whatever um it's just dumb so uh the other kind of new thing that we've been hearing is that there's been a lot of people that have noticed uh on the series x that there's just performance issues especially versus the same game on the ps5 and Xbox kind of came out to address that um, because they're expecting... It's not something I think people were expecting. The, the Xbox Series X is, in theory, a more powerful console. It should, in theory, perform better. Uh, and it's it's just not. And so, uh, representative from Microsoft said, we're aware of the performance issues in a handful of optimized titles on the Xbox Series X and S, and we're actively working with our partners to identify and resolve the issues to ensure an optimal experience. As we begin a new console generation, our partners are just now scratching the surface of what next-gen consoles can do, and minor bug fixes are expected as they learn how to take full advantage of our new platform. We're eager to continue working with developers to further explore the capa- uh, capability of the Xbox Series X and S in the future. Um... Interesting enough, a, a lot of the reason people are saying this or think this is a problem is because Xbox Series X and S developer kits went out so late. Like, I guess folks had PS5s uh, in studio way earlier. But, like, I, I think my question for you guys is, is, like, are folks expecting too much from a launch? Like, do these happen far enough apart that no one remembers what the 360 launch was like or the Xbox One launch or the PS4 launch or the PS3 launch like or they never game. go right like well and es- <laughs> uh-huh especially during a global pandemic where, right you know it just seems to me like you know and like I've even done that myself where I'm like I can't believe I can't get my I can't get an Xbox why can't I buy an Xbox and then I'm like if you think back like 3 years cliff you couldn't get a switch either <laughs> you no. know it's not like Hell, you you might still not be able to get a Switch. Right? You know, it, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. The Switch was sold out, what, six months ago? Yeah, like Ring Fits just came back into stock. It just seems to me like these big launch events are, are just far enough apart that people that were like, you know, 18 are now like 25, 26. People that were 25, 26 are now in their early 30s. Kids that were 11 are now like 18. And you just don't remember that like, so it's kind of like the the discussion around you know what console exclusives are the best. Like they've all sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they're all garbage. The best games are always going to be like the reason that The Last of Us and um uh that cool ninja game um Tsushima Tsushima oh yeah yeah um are so good is because like. They're figuring out how a system works after playing with it for seven years, eight yeah. years, you know. Um, your launch titles are never your best titles. Yep. So, I or don't know. Very rarely. You yeah. get, like, maybe, like, one or two that are like, oh, this is really good. And then a lot that are very forgettable. <laughs> that are not. Yeah. yeah. And I, you just got to deal with, I mean, there's going to be bugs. There's going to be problems. Like... If you don't want to deal with those things, don't buy a launch day system. <laughs> but <laughs> like, remember, you're, if you delay it, like this... you'll also burn them on the stake. So, hey, we'll, we'll delay yeah, it for right. three months to figure it out. We'll burn them. Burn them all. 
So nobody wins, man. Nobody you're wins. damned if you do. Uh, speaking of burning don't. people at a stake, that was a, that was a really good transition, Dylan. I appreciate that. Uh, the Prince of Saudi Arabia is looking to buy SNK. <laughs> um, SNK, you know, is probably I guess most famous for like kind of the King of Fighters game, the Samurai Showdown games, Metal Slug, like Colby was saying earlier, Crystallis, which is very good. Um, probably Iron Bolton. Tank. Iron Tank, uh, Crystallis and Iron Tank, probably two of mine and Colby's favorite S, uh, NES games. But, you know, they, they've been around for a long time. Shockingly, they are not worth very much. <laughs> um, the the Crown Prince of uh, Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman, Sal, yeah, Salman, Salman. Um, but 33% of the company um, for approximately two, $216 million. So the full value of the company is like... I don't know, maybe like in the high 600,000s, which seems... 600 millions. Yeah, 600 million, sorry. Which seems kind of low, but maybe maybe not. Um, What's the last SNK game that you played? That's a, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. That's a good point. <laughs> but uh, the, the reason that it's kind of causing a bit of a problem, because he announced via... He's got this youth-focused charity called MISK, M-I-S-K, um, is it causing controversy because he might have bone sawed a guy up and uh, yeah, that's you know it's like he's been directly implicated in the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal uh, Khashoggi. 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 Um, he's like sends uh, you know assassination squads into Canada. Like Saudi Arabia has like maybe you haven't heard but some like human rights issues. Um just a titch. They do let women drive now though. Um but I think that only happened in twenty nineteen. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's and not... I think the person who was fighting for that is still in prison. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably dead. No, um, she's she's still alive, just currently in prison as far as I know. Anyway, yeah, like so there's a little controversy over whether um you want that guy to own SNK. And I mean, I don't know what you could do exactly to make I mean, I don't know how that ownership would affect anything besides like some weird dude owns SNK. Um but like <laughs> well he doesn't even own a majority stake though. He is going to purchase it though. He uh, owns 33% oh, now and he wants and to he purchase wants 51%. Okay. So and I mean like 216 million dollars to the yeah, prince of Saudi nothing. Arabia is like you find that in your couch, man. Um people don't think about when people think about the richest people in the world, they do not necessarily think about the the princes of a lot of those Middle Eastern countries, but those folks have like they got oil money, so you know whatever. Um, it's just a weird story. Like I ran across it, and I'm like, that's just strange. So whatever. It's definitely uh, another I love story that is game the ex- and want to. Uh, I want to buy that company. I love that one game, whatever it is. <laughs> right. It would, it would, it would like, be like if I was a billionaire, and I'm like, dude, I love Crystallis. <laughs> <laughs> Colby buys SNK, buys the thing, and then just like funds a team to make you know a new Crystallis. We're, we're bringing that back, guys. Uh, one place Colby could play Crystallis, apparently, is on an Xbox Series S. Um, or on my Switch. Or on your Switch. Uh, YouTube, uh, you know, YouTube guy, modern vintage gamer. Like, I don't, how do you, 
don't know how to exist in a world where these people don't have names. How about YouTuber, modern vintage gamer? It's just dumb, Cole. Um, <laughs> says that apparently you can kind of... Scoobity scrap over scoobity here. Scoobity scrap lets you... You can uh, apparently just kind of get into the developer mode on an Xbox Series S. And he says he hasn't done it on a Series X, but you could probably do it there too. But the interesting thing is, is an Xbox Series S will emulate PS2 games. <laughs> so... The interesting part of this is, is the Xbox Series S can play PS2 games. The PS5 cannot, cannot play PS2 <laughs> games. <laughs> um, I, it'll be so interesting good. to see if Xbox patches this out or not. It, and oh, if hell not, yeah, man, they will. <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess the question is, is like, does developer mode exist for a reason? Like, is there a reason you can access it? Yeah, I guarantee this one. Do you remember when you could run Linux? Linux that was on the PS3, yeah. Yeah, that was patched out real quick. Well, the funny thing is, is that was actually like done on purpose. Like that was actually yeah. part of the like launch promise of the PS3. So do you remember yeah. when they like that company bought like a ton of them and used a bunch of networked PS3s to make a supercomputer? Like put five or 600 of them together. <laughs> do you remember when like, I, I can't remember if it was rumored or if it happened that uh, Saddam Hussein bought a bunch of PS2s to make a supercomputer? Yeah. I don't know if it was true or not, but yeah, it's good. Uh, anyways, I, I just got kind of a kick out of the fact that the, the Series S can play PS2 games and the PS5 cannot. But man, like I would love, like back in the day, I soft modded my uh, OG Xbox to run um, a bunch of emulators and stuff. I would love, love, love. Like I, it's cool to have a Raspberry Pi. But having like playing games on a Raspberry Pi means that I have to have it hooked to my PC or like hooked up to my TV. I've got to have like extra controllers, like just being able to boot up my Series X and like bop down into an SNES emulator would be kind of super dope, to be honest. Um, but apparently, it'll also play PS2, Dreamcast, GameCube, and Wii games. So you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind getting. There's some GameCube games that I never played. I wouldn't mind trying some of those out too. So. Anyway, it's it's there now, um, and if you go to Mister Modern Vintage Gamers YouTube page, he can he can show you how to do it. You know, it maybe it's fun, something fun to try until you get uh, patched out of it. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator is getting uh, official VR support. Like, if you want to make flying a small Cessna over your house a little more immersive, uh, it's going to launch December twenty second. It uh, is a in, Totally free update, so you do not have to pay for it, which is nice. And apparently it will work with any kind of VR headset. Uh, there's no exclusivity at all. It'll work with Oculus. It'll work with the Valve ones. Um, all of them will be The one thing I could not find out is whether or not that will support the Quest. Like, my, my assumption would be is that if you plug your Quest into your PC, you should be able to play it via that kind of um, Steam you know, version of it. The downside being is you probably will not be able to play it on your quest via the version that is on game pass. So you probably actually actually buy it on steam if you want to play it on your VR headset, but that'd be pretty cool. Like I would definitely not mind playing uh, flight sim on a, uh, on VR. I, I actually, I've not played it yet. I've always meant to, and I just haven't, I've, it didn't work before I formatted my computer and I've never loaded it back up cause it's a hundred and 12 gigs or something it's massive good times yeah um so we've talked about this before the ps5 
um, has a very, very small hard drive, right? So it's uh, 825 gigs out of the box, which is a full like 175 gigs smaller than the Xbox Series X. Um, and then once you format it, you only have access to 667-ish gigs of space, which is like hmm, three and a half PS5 games, I think, um, roughly, give or take. Um, but what people are finding out is that, you know, your, your space on that is broken down into four categories. This reminds me a lot of, of your cell phone, right? So you, you ever looked at your cell phone thing? You've got like apps and music and other documents and other. And other is always huge and I have no idea what's in there. Um, so apparently the PS5 is the same way. It has games and apps, media gallery, saved data, and other and other is documented as uh, being for system data needed for games and apps to work properly. Um, and the space it takes up is dependent on how your console is being used. So what people have found out is that installing a PS5 game will make your other space go up, but not by a lot. So let's say you install, you know, a 65 miles mouth at 65 gigs. It might make your other go up an extra gig or two. So it's, it's space in addition to the required space of the game. So Miles Morales requires 65 gigs. It's going to take 65 gigs, but it'll make your other space go up by a gig or two. But if you're installing PS4 games, sometimes the PS4 games take up an extra 15 to 25% of other space. So you install a 20 gig PS4 game and it might take five gigs of other space. And the only way to get it to go away is to delete those games. Um, and apparently no one really knows what it is. Kotaku, uh, where I read about this, apparently asked Sony about it like almost two weeks ago. And Sony's, you know, like messaging was like, uh, we'll, we'll look into that and have not gotten back to them. So it's literally just space on your console that's being used for something that no one really knows what. I mean, I assume it's probably caching or, you know, some sort of extra file, but it's super weird that they don't include that in the required file size for what you're actually installing. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of, kind of strange, but I guess at least you can delete it and it goes away. That's nice because that never worked on my cell phone. I just delete stuff and delete stuff and delete stuff. And I'm like, I format it and somehow it's still using up 30% of other. Do you think that they made it so it used or it had 667 gigs free because like they had it and it got like 666 and they're like, ah, crap. Like, we either got to get it to 665 or 667, guys. I will tell you two things. Uh, one is that one time I went and bought a pumpkin, and the pumpkin came to $6.66, and the cashier literally changed my order up to 667 <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, like, well, that's just not good. And I'm like, well, you could have gone down, ma'am. <laughs> Like, A, I don't care about, you know, like your weird, you know, devil number on my pumpkin. Actually, I think that makes it cooler. Um, but also, like, save me a penny instead of charging me an extra one. You can't just charge <laughs> um, me an extra and penny. And second of all, I had... And she absolutely did. And, like, I just kind of, like, uh, uh, uh okay. Um, I had a friend whose dad bought a very large, very expensive truck. And his 
payment was $666 and literally every single month he paid extra on it so he wouldn't have a $666 car payment. Not because he like wanted to beat his interest rate, but because he did not want to have uh, that. So to answer your question, Colby, yes, absolutely. I think that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, yes. Makes sense. Uh, okay, so you're probably wondering why Colby and Dylan and I are all going to buy inflatable... Um, kayaks and kayak into japan i'll be honest it does not seem safe i mean um, i already have enough kayaks and inflatable kayaks to get us all there oh well excellent i didn't we actually only need want to buy one. one so that's no. gonna be really convenient well i'm gonna give you two my like tandem inflatable kayak and then i'm gonna take my like good kayak actual actual kayak okay mm-hmm. um how how hard do you think it's going to be to get close enough to japan to kayak in so we have to go from what like hawaii well i mean if you guys come i mean if you come here Cole, i think I we have could a probably catch a port keep that in mind well we're sneaking into another country Cole. well i know but like i'm sure that there's somewhere closer to japan than hawaii i'm just saying that like i can't go out of the country to do that i'm saying we're gonna get on a cargo ship and I don't know geography is another problem. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, my, my the problem is, called it's not that we can't go to another country to do this. It's that unless the only country you can get, go into now from the United States is like the Bahamas. No other country will let us in. Yeah, well, um, there's... There's yeah, you know, there's that. Um, anyway, the reason is because Super Nintendo World will open in Universal Studios, uh, I believe, Tokyo. <laughs> could, could you say studios again, Cliff? Studios? Studios. studios uh, on February 4th, and it looks absolutely just incredibly dope. So it's going to open with it two rides. There's a, a... Gosh, it looks... If you haven't seen pictures of it, go look at pictures of it. A Mario Kart ride and a Yoshi's Adventure ride. The Mario Kart ride is called Koopa's Challenge. You start off inside Bowser's Castle. Um, you use AR headsets to, like, probably see things like the, you know, the 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 blue shells and all that kind of stuff. The game is on... Or the ride is on rails, but it does give you a little bit of freedom. So each cart has four seats. So it's steering wheel. Um, you can collect items, throw shells, like in the video game. Uh... There are multiple levels to race through, including lava and underwater themed world and the infamous or famous Rainbow Road level. So looks super cool. Apparently, you've got like a magic band, you know, like you have magic bands at Walt Disney World that you can like get points for in the park to like, I don't know, get extra lives and high scores and stuff. It just looks it just looks fun. Um, They're building ones in this country, too. Uh, but the construction on, I think Florida was supposed to open first and it's been permanently stopped at this point just because they don't know how stuff's going to go with COVID. So I would expect it'll probably open the next year or two. I'm going to go ahead and guess good. Yeah, yeah, right. So I'm looking at a map. Yes. And Hawaii is the closest to Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, like Alaska's, I mean, pretty close too. And I'd much rather visit Alaska if I'm going to go die in the ocean. Well, um, that's, that's what I'm saying, Cole. We're going to get on a, a like, Seattle is a real massive cold port. ocean over there. Super yeah, cold I mean, ocean. it doesn't really matter. Like, that'll just make it so we die quicker. Quicker, that's a good to, point. You know. oh, I, I'm not dying. I'm making it. I'm getting there. Yeah, so, I mean, I think we probably, there's probably a bunch of uh, ships that go between a port in Seattle over to China. So Are we, we going like, to, hop off a little cube? Early. Yeah. With, with, like, kayaks? Yeah, exactly. Behind, like, a giant cargo ship? Yeah, it's like. Con- it's going to be fine. I'm down. Yeah, we'll draft absolutely them. absolutely going to be fine. Is that how boats work? Um, how long do you think it takes to get to Japan by ship, and how much food are we going to have to take? Are we going to have to get days. a fourth kayak for food? My ki- I mean, I've got two kayaks. 
Dylan has one. My kayak has two like decent sized like holding compartments, so I got food for me. You guys can just drag the other kayak behind you. Perfect. And the the ship's gonna be dragging us, so it won't be mm-hmm. a big deal. No. Yeah, this is gonna be fine. I don't see any way why this won't work. We're going to Japan in February. What time when do we have to leave? Like now? Like can we no. wait till after Christmas? No, I mean, like, by ship, ships probably can get there in, like, a couple days. Do they? I mean, anytime yeah. I order something direct from China by ship, it seems like it takes a while. Well, I, I don't think that's because it takes the ship 30 days to get across the ocean. There's, there's some different, research. like, you know, customs and stuff like that. That's probably like, true. Like, steamships okay. took, like, you know, less than a week to cross much larger oceans. Okay, I'm going to trust Colby that we can wait until late January to go, but you better not screw this up for me, Cole. That's what I say. I'm not getting a clear answer, but it does. One says this is Shanghai to Seattle, but still, I mean, it says like 14 days. See, Cole, it's going to take two weeks. I mean, we can still wait until after Christmas, but I think we probably leave middle of January. So request that time off. It'll be great. Um, Could you guys open up the uh, nominees for the Game Awards? Open. Okay, so... I normally we actually kind of go through who who these are and kind of pick out who we'd like, but it, I know what games I've played. I know what games Colby and Dylan played, and I don't think any of us have played more than like one game from every single one of these categories. Um, I, I doubt I've played a single game from any one of these categories. So what I want to talk about is the fact that like okay, so if you look at game of the year, I'm just going to read these real fast: Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing, The Last of Us Part Two. Then you go to best game direction: Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half Life, Alex, The Last of Us Part Two. You go to best narrative: Twelve Sentinels, Final Fantasy VII Re- Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, The Last of Us Part Two. Best art direction: Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades. <laughs> Or in the, the Will same. of the Wisps, The Last of Us Part Two, Best score in music, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Hades, or in the Will of the Wisps, The Last of Us Part Two, Best audio design, Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, you know, breaking in there at the end, The Last of Us Part Two, Best performance, people that were in The Last of Us Part Two, The Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Miles Morales, like there's a an outsider, and then there's you get down, one, to, you one, get down to the game for impact, and like there's some new games. Um, best ongoing are some new games. Best indie, Hades is in that too, though. Um, my question for you: Just take everything. Did more than six games come out this year, or is that just me? Did I miss something? Where only Apparently six games not. were released this year. I just enjoyed that out of all of these games, I played Animal Crossing for like four hours. I mean, of all of these games, I mean, we say all of these games, but in the first eight, nine categories, I think there's only nine, maybe, maybe ten. Uh, the only one I've played is is Hades. Um, yeah, I think the only one I've played is uh, and Ori. So... I don't dispute that these are great games. There's, I cannot say that these are not great games. I'm sure they are. I mean, obviously, I have not played them, but I, I can't say anything bad about these games. But really, are the only games that can win Game of the Year like 
giant AAA games, like, are those the only games that they consider to be good enough to get Game of the Year? Because I just, I find this list I, I will incredibly say disappointing. isn't a giant AAA game. Yeah. It's it would be the, cool to see Hades win a bunch. Well, but I mean, yeah. Hades is an indie studio, kind of, but like, Hades is a pretty big indie yeah. studio that have released, I mean, this is like their fourth big game. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not, you, you are right, they're probably more like double A, but it but also comparing that to The Last of Us, absolutely. Or Doom, like that's, I mean, they're they're batting up for sure. Absolutely. But I just like I find this list just so like boring. I, I I'm glad that that these games are great, but I'm really disappointed that they are the only games that apparently people think are great. And I don't I don't know how they make this list. I don't have an idea if this is voted on by people. I don't have any idea if it was, you know, like the game awards people get stuff together and do it, but I I don't know. I don't know if I can think of anything off the top of my head that I would like where's that game? Well, so and I maybe... think that's the problem is like, but there are, but you know that you've played other games this year. You know that other games have come out this year. Oh. I mean, every week. I don't know. I, but I don't know if I have though. Like, I, I don't know if I've played new, new games like new launch games. I guess the or... thing is, is, is like even things like I mean, not that I thought it was a terrific game, but like Gears Five isn't anywhere on here. Um, you know that there were a bunch, I mean, like, if you think of even just the games we talk about every month in our, like, what games are coming out this month, uh, podcast, or new games that are coming out on Game Pass day and date, like, games got released, there was hundreds of games that came out this year, and only 10 of them were worth, like, 90% of the awards, and, like, I get it, it's the big AAA games, but I'm just, like... I'm just kind of bored and disappointed with this, I guess. Like, watching this award show is literally just going to be... And, I mean, this is not the only award show that has this problem. The Oscars are the exact same damn thing. Um, But, like, can you imagine watching this? And I'm going to because I love watching the Game Awards. But it's going to be the same people getting up on stage just over and over and over and over again. Um, I'm just kind of... Like, it just seems so... Like, there's such a weird, shallow pool of of games. Um, Yeah. I will say that I have played more than one because I see Hyperdot is in there as well. I did it's... see Hyperdot. Hyperdot was a fun game, too. Mm. Um, I played Spiritfarer. It's in Games for Impact. It's good. I played uh, Tell Me Why. It's in Games for Impact. It was good. Um, I've played Apex. I think everyone's played Apex. I've played Destiny. You've played Destiny. I've played Fortnite. I've played No Man's Sky. Like, you know. Um, and, like, Best Indie. I think the thing is, I look at Best Indie, and I'm like, oh, all these games were cool. Like, Carrion was a cool game. Like, it wasn't perfect, but it was fun. Um, Fallout is a super fun game. Uh, Splunky 2 is not a game that I will ever play, but I've heard great things about it. Spiritfarer was a fun game. Um, Among Us, it's so weird to me that Among Us, the only award that it's going to, you know, even be up for is Best Mobile Game. Like, that game has been a... I can't even overstate how big Among Us is. Like, that game is massive. We've got a senator playing that game. She raised... uh, AOC played that game last week and raised $200,000 during a single stream playing Among Us. Like, and all all it's up for is Best Mobile Game. Like, and and it'll probably win... Lose to Call of Duty. Um. Honestly, I don't think the game is made by the player. Like, it's not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's a, a snub by any means. Really? I'm just, I'm just no. down in the best esport coach category. Oh, I love Like, it. if they had, like, best unpredictable award, like, sure. But I mean, but, I guess the thing is, is what's not to say that that can't, couldn't be game of the year? Like, that, it doesn't matter that what makes the game fun is the people playing it. Like, you yeah, have to have the game in order it. to do it. 
sure, but I don't. I don't think people would vote for that as game of the year. I don't know, man. Like, I, sh- I wouldn't. Like, I. I wouldn't even put it close. And to me, like, like Fall Guys falls into the same thing. Like, Fall Guys was a massive game that came out of freaking nowhere. I would love to see that being up for game of the year. Um, it just seems like it just seems boring and homogenous to me. Um, what was? Oh yeah, what was the innovation? Oh. Oh, best Quite action's kind of fun. Like, you know, there's actually, like, one more game in there. Streets of Rage 4 is in there. Like, you I'm get down into some of these other categories. It does open up a little bit, but those, well, those top Among Us got best multiplayer, too, which maybe it would... I can see best prefer- multiplayer that's, for that. That's more of a, a, I think, an applicable award for it. I just think it's so... I just find this entire list so boring. I really just find the entire thing so boring. But I'm just wondering where Island Saver is. In I, all this. I don't think it came out this year, Cole. That's your problem. It did. 2020. Oh, did it? Well, then yep. I think you should write to them and complain. I also love the picture of Alana Pierce they chose, and she is so disappointed with the picture that they chose because apparently she did not supply one, and they just like ripped one off her Twitter or something. She looks very silly. All right, uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about some news, Dylan. Why don't you do the thing you do? Questions? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's not news. It's did I say uh, whatever? Let's do news You'll again. Be. Let's do Welcome news to episode again. What news you got for us today? One eleven, where we're listening to Scooby Scrap, <laughs> and we're talking about Studios. He's just roasting you. I'm so tired, Dylan. Pretend to be Vinny. I just did. Okay, you just did. Cool. <laughs> do it at this time and talk about questions, though. Hey, yo, Vinny, it's news time. All right. (laughs) Anyway, we got questions for Vinny. He wants to know what you can get one fully remade game from the ground up. So this is a... Crystallis. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Then we're going to kill some journalists. (laughs) So if you could have one game fully remade from the ground up, what game would you choose? Would would it be Crystallis, Cole? Have you you played it recently? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I I beat it like probably once every two years. Does it hold up? Uh Uh-huh. 100%. All right. Um, like, do you think well, that game yeah. would benefit from from being redone? No, I mean, like, I don't know, because I was I was thinking about it. Are there any like ARPG? Like, what's a like a current ARPG like that? I'm not familiar enough with that. I mean, probably like. I mean, current wise, what was the what was the Zelda game that they remastered this year? Like, that's probably as close yeah. as you're gonna get. And I mean, like something like that would be really cool. I think you could do fun things with uh, Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, I I absolutely. So someone yesterday on Twitter, and I don't remember who it was, like made this post. You know, like Final Fantasy VI is not as good as you people all say it is. It is. Um, and and like I think the thing is, is I don't think that they're wrong. Like Final Fantasy VI was a great game when I played it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I mean, I guess the reality is I've tried to play it a couple times since then. I don't super enjoy it. Um, Here's I, the thing. That is true about pretty much every single Absolutely game. agreed. But I think you could take Final Fantasy VI. Um, well, I think if, if Final Fantasy, if you could do this in a vacuum where you didn't have to listen to a bunch of obnoxious fanboys talk about, you know, how you'd ruin their game. I think you could take Final Fantasy VI. That's where the Saudi prince comes in because they won't complain. Yeah, there you go. You Um, just torture some people and they'll be quiet. I think you could take Final Fantasy VI. I think you could keep 80% of it. I think Mm -hmm. you could rework the other 20%. You could... could, uh, 
you don't need to do a lot with that game graphically, but you could pump up the graphics. I would love to see it in like a, uh, what was that uh, Switch game that came out like a couple years ago that was like the eight paths of whatever um, Octo something, Octopath Traveler. Traveler. Like that game was gorgeous looking, um, but not super, not super not pixely. It was just, you know, it had a cool look to it. I think you could do something like that. You could get rid of some of the grinding. You could probably allow people to save wherever they wanted. Um, you could probably add some accessibility options to make bosses easier or, you know, give people different stuff. Um, make that game a little bit shorter and it would probably be even better than the Final Fantasy VI that exists today. Um, yeah. Like, I would love to see that. It's not the game I would choose, but I think you could definitely do that. I don't know if Crystallis needs that. That's like I said, I think like in the vein of uh, that Zelda game that I cannot remember. I know right I can't now. either. Um, I don't know. Like, beat it last uh, year, but uh, like I, something like Link's Awakening. There you go. Um, I think that like if you did something like that, I think it could be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or even like, uh, did you ever play the Wonder Boy game? Um, where someone like completely redid that. Um, it's awesome. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would go like for a 16 or an eight bit game because they they travel pretty well. Yeah. Those handle pretty well. Whereas like something from like, even we were talking about what was the pirate legend of black cat. Yeah. 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 Like that was a fun as hell game, but it's on the Xbox and that looks like garbage. I think if you're going to do it, you really want to stay to the like. PS1, PS2, yeah. Xbox generation. Like for me, it would probably be um, GTA uh, three. Uh, I was gonna say um, Miami, Vice City, Vice City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> GTA Miami. Yeah, yeah. I like Vice City quite a lot, and it uh-huh, added yeah. motorcycles, which I thought was really a, a good addition to that game because I like ramming people on motorcycles. A hundred percent. Yeah, like GTA three or, or that would be. Really good. I, you know, I honestly would not mind a redone version of Red Dead either. Like I, I was, I was just yeah. gonna say that. Like, I'm, I, I wasn't positive, but like, I really hoped that once I hit the where the first Red Dead takes place in Red Dead Two, I'm like, they've got this all mapped out. Yeah. They could probably, not easily, but they could probably just redo Red Dead like fairly easily. Yeah. I think it's strange they they just haven't farmed that out to another studio. Like, there Uh are studios that that's all they do. Like, I don't understand why that hasn't happened. So, Well, I mean, the same with any of the Grand Theft Autos. Yeah, it just makes makes so much sense to me. I wonder if there's... I wonder if one of the issues is... um, How do you figure out, like, voice actors and stuff like that? You have to... Well, and I wonder if the voice acting for those would... So, like, as a, this is a, a very different thing, but there's a, there's a big controversy right now that Vinny's been talking about, about um, how Assassin's Creed Valhalla um, doesn't sound very good. Like, it's got really bad voice mixing problems, so on and so forth. And they, mm-hmm. one of the things that's been kind of pointed out is that they really compressed the audio in that game. So instead of saying, like, you've got an 128 kilohertz file, which is like, a pretty crappy MP3. Um, they're compressed down to like 96, which is like a pretty okay podcast. 
Um, but it saved them like four gigs of space or 12 gigs of space. But what I wonder is, is if you're, if, if they don't have the master audio files yeah. for Red Dead Redemption and all they have is the ones on the disc, if they just sound yeah. terrible. And so you have Could a great be. looking game that looks, sounds like garbage. Yeah. Um, I, I also, like I said, I kind of wonder too, like, how do you work that out contract wise? Yep. Absolutely. Um, and I would I, wonder if that's new enough that maybe you could get away with it, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, no, I, I noticed like that that's kind of one thing that I Far Cry three, it's been graphically enhanced. It looks still looks really good, but man, the sound the yeah. sound is what gives it away as yep. a, a three sixty game. Like you don't have like directional sound at yep. all. Yeah. Um, you know, like you've got the same dude who like every time you're in, you know, town says the same line over and over <laughs> kind of thing. And so like, yeah, I think you'd have that kind of issue, but I don't know. Like, I think quite honestly, if you just, you have the voice actors, bring them back in, bring have them, back. them redo all the lines yeah. and have that be a $60 game. Yep. And would I would it. buy it day one. Yeah. Same, same. I agree. What do you think, Dylan? What, what would you like to see? Oh, Vice City every time. It's just... Yeah, it's good. Good choice. I'd also like uh, a Silent Hill 2. Yeah, I never played a Silent Hill game. I always wanted to. Never never did. I don't I don't know if it's too late. It might be too late. Amped. Oh, gosh. Amped, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to, to my wife about Amped yesterday or day before because we talked sure about it. I'm sure she was thrilled. Oh, no. Do you remember how much Brooke loved Amped? No. Yeah. I, we used to sit... And and I think that's the thing is that Amped is a game that I always talk. It's a snowboarding game for you don't know. And like I would do a run, and then Colby would do a run, and then my wife would do a run, and we just pass a controller for hours. And she actually was pretty good at it too. She's not like a big gamer, but she she did pretty well at that. Although she did beat nights and bikes with me, so we played that co op. There you go. Um, and I think that like Snowboard part of that kids. game was it was good, but I think part of that game was yeah. I think part of that game was just like the time we played it, you know, like, I don't know if I could recapture that game. So, all right. Uh, next up, uh, Joe Coleslaw is, uh, wants to know for someone who slept on the Xbox, the last generation, uh, what five game pass games are a must play. Uh, he is getting a new Xbox and he has some catching up to do. So each of us have to choose five games from the game pass library that, uh, that Joe could play. I, I would like to say that first of all, like there are a shocking number of game pass game in the library now it's uh just xbox games is uh, almost 400 i think (laughs) it's like 350 it's it's very high so what would you guys recommend that uh that joe plays on the each have to choose five i guess yeah or we'll just we'll go for a minute we'll see how it goes what 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 just name one call what would you choose outer wilds Outer Wilds, God, that is such a good. That's a good choice. I, you know, this one just. I, we haven't even talked about this one, but Control is coming to Game Pass in like three days. Control was one of the better games I played this year. That game's dope. I would definitely think about that. Um, let's see what else is on there. Um, I don't really use. Man, Game Pass played so much, many. So it's hard for me to think of. No, what's so you don't get to choose on there. I would say like Sea of Thieves Crackdown. I'm, I'm just like an older Gears of War. Sea of Thieves. Th- I don't. I, sea of I really is haven't. Definitely one. I haven't really been Jones on the newer Gears of War games. They're fine, but it, Gears Five was fine. It was not yeah. spectacular, but it was fine. I think if I was going to recommend like a first-person shooter on that, I would say Doom Eternal or not Doom. Oh well, Doom Eternal is coming too, but yeah, uh, 2016 Doom. Doom. It wasn't one of my favorites, but it was good. Um, 
all the Halo games are on there. Like you could definitely do some Haloing. Um, there's some terrific, just like indie stuff. Deep like Rock Celeste Galactic's is on, on there, there again. That game's play that. Deep Rock Galactus on there. You can play that with Dylan. Forager. Uh, Forager. My, my time at Portilla. <laughs> my time, at, but my time at Portilla was a great game. I know. Like, I, it was I, really I'm, good. I'm not joking. Um, all the Mass Effect games are on there, including Andromeda. There you I go. Like you got like 20 games. Go play them all. Yeah. There's. I mean, I think the thing is, is <sighs> Game Pass, like Destiny Two. Like, just go play Destiny Two for like 200 hours. Um, Forza Four. Like, I played so much Mud Forza Runner. Four. Mud Runner. Don't go play Mud Runner. Um, Mudrunner's not and the bad. hunting game. Uh, Minecraft's on there. Minecraft Dungeons is on there. Sea of Thieves. Um, there's so many games that you could literally just start today and play forever. I think Cardo. Cardo was really Cardo. Fun. World, do you remember World War Z? Like, get a friend and play World yeah. War Z. That game's dope. I bought it for my stepkid for his uh, Christmas. Oh, nice. Yeah, he'll love that. Um, yeah. There. I think the thing is, is Dead Cells is on there. Jesus, Dead Cells is so good. Um. There, Katana Zero. I don't remember that. Loved one. Katana Zero. Oh, that's what I tried West, the other day and was bad at. West of Dead. West of, West of Dead's, Dead's great. Oxenfree Hypnos, is on there. Hypnospace Outlaw. Oxenfree is probably in my top three games of all time. Um, Untitled Goose Game. Oh Jesus! Untitled Goose Game. I don't think about enough. It is probably also in my top. Definitely in my top five. Um, that game's so good. I, I think Journey the, to the Savage Planet. It was okay. No, shut up, you. Wait, Journey to the Savage Planet. Oh, no, no, no. That game was great. I was thinking Outer Worlds. Um, that game was okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Savage Planet was great. I, I think the reality is, uh, Joe, I think I think the thing I'll say is uh, probably my two games of the year this year are going to be Eichenfell and Knights and Bikes, and they're both in there. Um, there's so many good games. You're just going to play forever. It's going to be fantastic. What, All the Fable games are on there. They're yeah. great. What Remains of Either Finch is on there. That was probably my game of the year when I played that game. There's so many good games there, man. You're going to have a great time. So just start at the top and play down. Maybe play more Outer Wilds, though. Outer Wilds. was my game of the year last year. Outer Wilds, I don't know if I've ever played a game that just had so, like so much like minute-to-minute awe. Like, oh my gosh. I, the number of times that like you connect two dots in that game and go, holy crap. game's very good. And you good. never beat it. And I never beat it. I rolled All credits. the Wolfenstein games are on there. Ah, those are Payday on there too. Payday 2 is fun as hell. You can kick Hitler in the face. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's important. Uh, Princess Megan says we have now reached level twelve of Jumanji twenty twenty. Ho ho hey we made it. Oh the ho 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 hey we made it edition. What are your predictions to round out the year? What do you think is gonna happen this year? I mean, do do we want the actual predictions? Because uh, I saw how Thanksgiving went. Yeah, <laughs> something tells me plague. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, we we looked at the like the number of people with COVID per hundred thousand in my city, and uh, it's lower than yours, Cole. But it's oh oh, I mean, like right now, as of right now, one in fifteen people in Utah have had COVID. Jesus, just really? one in fifteen. That's not like in a hundred thousand or anything like that. That's have had COVID. Yikes. Um, I heard a statistic that one in fifty-two people in Utah currently have COVID. Yikes. <laughs> So do you just stay inside? Oh, you can't, you have a job. No, no, I have a job that I have to go to every day where I see dumbass people who are like, I don't need to wear a mask. How are you still alive, man? 
my manager. So we got a new manager. First day, had to go home because she'd been exposed to COVID. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, yeah. Cover cover your face, Cole. That's all I can say. I man. do. Yikes. Um, yeah, I think that that is unfortunately going to be part of it. I think really weird Christmases for the rest of us. Um, like, I'm kind of of two minds because the thing I hate most about Christmas is having to travel for it. Um, and I don't have to travel this year, so I'm kind of not super disappointed. <laughs> um like the, the best Christmas I ever had is when the year that I got like snowed in in Park City uh-huh. and couldn't go celebrate Christmas, but you just brought the presents back. It was perfect. And I'm like, wait, I don't have to see anyone and I get presents. Yeah, like, it's great. It's great. Win win. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing I will say is that, like, on, on the plus side, uh, probably in the next two weeks, there will be two vaccines in the United States that are, uh, have gotten through the FCC or FEC. <laughs> FCC, not, not the FCC, not the FEC, the FDA uh, emergency stuff. So they will probably be both approved within the next two weeks, um, two weeks from tomorrow. And you won't get one for another six months. It's great. No, but uh, they're going to start. I, I think the, the reality, though, is that the the good news on like the COVID front is that they're getting better at fighting it. Um, that's why less people are dying is because they're they're getting better at it. But the, the worry is, is that I, I will point out (laughs) that we haven't had full hospitals up to this point. Oh yeah. 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 We do. Oh, I don't disagree. And also I want to point out that, um, one, how many people is it in South Dakota have currently just, it's like one in something have just died from COVID. Uh, One out of a thousand, I believe. I think it's one one in 800. (laughs) I think it's one in 800 people in South South of North Dakota have died. And I don't disagree with that. But what I'm saying is is that by probably the middle of January, most like first line responders will have uh, a COVID vaccine, which sucks because they're going to they're going to like get vaccinated just in time for um, like that Christmas surge, (laughs) which is great. Um, But it is kind of like the first step in fixing this bullshit so i'm not saying there's any good news for christmas call i'm saying that like the start of good news for like fall of next year starts this month so you know are you excited to tell your four-year-old that she has to get two shots (laughs) be great uh it's all gonna be terrible megan uh you guys have any other thoughts dylan dylan what are your thoughts what's happening to you in december Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happens. To I'm, I'm. I'm just gonna say, murder hornets come back. God, right? Have you Have you guys seen the the pictures of the murder hornets that they caught in Washington, in Northern Washington? Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that all the people that gathered them look like Among Us characters. It's mm-hmm. very good. So, have you ever you've seen the video of them uh, going through thirty five thousand bees or whatever? Yeah, and, you know, nuts. like less than an hour. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you? They they caught like fifty something queens in that hive. I don't understand it. Um, you know, I think Christmas will be all right, though. I'm staying home. It'll be fine. Play a lot of video games. That's what I. That's my thing. My prediction, Megan, is you sh- everyone should stay home and play a lot of video games. Don't go outside. Going outside stupid. Uh, Aslan the Incompetent wants to know, what game, in your opinion, is grossly overrated? Grossly. Disgustingly so. I don't want to say Breath of the Wild, but... Um... Breath I'm, of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. God of War. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think Final Fantasy Seven is, and I, I I I have a feeling that it's kind of like Final Fantasy Six, but it was a certain generation's first big RPG. Yeah, I will say though and at the same so, time as I played that game when it came out, and it wasn't good then either. But it wasn't your first RPG. Fair. That was Fair. not your first system. A lot of people that was their first system, and that was their first like big RPG. Yeah. And so I think it was like, wow, I, like there's a, I think there, much like there's a big disconnect between people who are like, my favorite Legend of Zelda is on NES. My favorite is on, you know, SNES and my favorite is on Nintendo 64 are generally, it's like a generational yeah, thing. Yeah. I, and I think that Final Fantasy seven is that way. I call that uh, like to further piss off people. I call that Lord of the Rings syndrome. Um, it's the first like high fantasy book you ever read, mm-hmm. and so it must be great. Um, it's not. He created worlds. Club. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Mario Odyssey is like that game's not good. Um, I beat it, and I still don't think it's good um, at all. I'd say, and and like this one, I I have to like asterisk with. I just don't like these games, but I don't understand any Souls like. At all? No, I don't either. I I've played. I've tried all of them. I've really tried all of them, and I hate all of them. Um, and I I I do also kind of think though that it's like, it's not that they're bad games. It's just like they're a game that is so made for, like all the things that people like about them are things I hate about video games. Um, every time I hear someone talk about one and they're like, just that feeling you get when you've tried something like 30 or 40 times and you just can't get it. You just can't get it. And then finally you get it. That like, that like overwhelming, like joy you get from that. I'm like, I've played games where I've had to try something like 30 or 40 times. And when I finally beat that, it is never a sense of like, yeah, I finally did it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, thank God I don't have to do that shit uh-huh. anymore. Absolutely. And I'm more like angry at the game than I am like, yeah, I did it. I'm awesome. Yeah. And so like I just wonder if that's the difference between why I'm like, I don't want to do something no. where that's part of the no, game. I don't want to get incrementally better over time. I agree. Yeah. So are you saying Breath of the Wild, Dylan? Because I don't think you're wrong, man. And God of War. And God of War. Yeah. Like I bought a copy of God of War. Because I I got like halfway through it and I'm like I should finish the game. Everyone loves this game and it sat in a drawer for me for six months. Like I'll probably just sell it when I sell my PlayStation. You should just give it to me. I'll play it eventually. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> or you won't. Or you won't. Uh, our good friend Hans send it to me so I can have a quick PS4 game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll send it to you so you can put it next to Control. Now that you'll probably play on Game Pass. Our good friend Hans wants to know, what is your favorite favorite post-Turkey Day leftover either creation or treat? Or probably just, you know, like, what's your favorite favorite leftover from from Thanksgiving? I don't really like Thanksgiving food for the most part. Same. Um, So I'm going to force you to choose a traditional Thanksgiving thing, and then we'll, we'll get into what you actually like. I mean, like, I guess, like, turkey, like, open-faced turkey sandwiches with, like, gravy over it. Pretty good. Are pretty good. But, I don't know. I'm just not a big, big Thanksgiving food day fan. I like stuffing so. a lot. Oh, pies. Pies yeah. are usually leftover. I like pies. Pies there is we great. Go. What's your favorite leftover Thanksgiving, Dylan? Traditional Thanksgiving. Um, 
I don't really create anything, but I like all of the food all right. except for the turkey. Yeah, I'm not a big turkey fan. Turkey's fine. It's, I like the smoked turkey the best. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's not. It's fine. Robert Evans has been talking about how he does turkeys. It sounds really interesting, and I I kind of want to try it. Same. It yeah. sounds pretty awesome. Sounds real good. I agree. Um. So I will say I I haven't had a traditional Thanksgiving in six years now. Um, we always go out for Indian food because Indian food is dope. Um, so my favorite leftover this year was uh, – so I always get tiki masala with tofu uh, when we go. And uh, I usually eat all of that even though it was a ter- – like I ate so much Indian food this year. I was so full. It was awful but also amazing. But my kid likes – like he gets butter masala with, with uh, paneer, which is like a cheese. And he like, I don't know, gets his rice kind of a little bit, you know, colored with the <laughs> the food and then like has a, almost a full container of it. So this year, my favorite thing was all of my kids butter masala that I ate the next day. It was delicious. So uh, any other thoughts, Cole? What, what, well, what Indian food did you have left over this year? Uh, I had shahi paneer. I didn't have any leftover because I eat that in the disco. Yeah. I had uh, shahi paneer and then I had some naan and then I had some... <laughs> I don't know, the good naan with the, uh, like, dates and nuts in it. Kashmiri naan. At least that's what yeah, they call it. mine was called something else, I think. I got one of those, too. Does it have the, the like, fruit in it, too? Um, mine had dates, I think, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, so the one I got has, like, I don't know what it is. It's some sort of, like, red fruit and nuts and stuff. And they, they here, the one I get in it, they call it Kashmiri naan. It's oof, so good. It's a good dessert. It's great. Dylan, anything else? Did you have delicious this year that was left over? Or did you eat all of it? Um, I ate none of it. None of it. Bummer. Bummer. All right. Uh, thank you for all your questions. I'm going to get the next section. Oh, Colby. It was called, um, crap. I just had it and then it scrolled away. Crap non. Uh, kabulinan. non. Oh, that sounds nice. Bread stuffed with raisins, cashew, nut, almond, and mixed dried fruits. Oh, sounds delicious. I want more Indian food now. It's really good, actually. The Indian place I like is like 40 minutes away from my house because... Mm. Mine is like two miles away. Yeah. And I have uh, an Indian place that is literally within walking distance that I haven't tried possibly for that reason. Yeah, right. It's... it's The problem, The only downside with Indian food, like literally the only downside is it's expensive. Like it, it costs. But God, it's so good. All right, we're going to talk some cheap free games. Uh, Game Pass is so good this month. It's just absolutely so good. So uh, coming out tomorrow, uh, December 3rd, or today for the day probably most of you are, are reading things or listening to things, uh, Control is coming to Android and console control is so good like i have some complaints about um some difficulty spikes in it but besides that just a spectacular game really really good like x files feel to it like if you like the x files you like that game uh doom eternal is coming to pc so it's been on the consoles for a little bit but it's coming to, P- to pc tomorrow um haven which is a game i'm not familiar with is coming to com- pretty good is it it looks pretty good. I oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's coming to uh, console and PC tomorrow. Rage 2 is coming to Android, so you'll be able to play that on your phone. Rage 2 was a... It's a, it's a very, like... That game's a 70, but it's... I did not like it. Yeah, I... I you know, it was... It's not... It's not great, but it's definitely good. Um, I, I beat it. I enjoyed it enough. So, I don't know if it would be great on a phone but maybe probably not yeah uh slime rancher is coming to android and console i think that might be coming back into game pass to be honest slime rancher is no nah, it was a games with gold i want to say oh uh, it was fun I, I own it yeah i really like slime rancher it is uh, a game that i like sat down to play for like 45 minutes and like an hour and a half later looked up and went oh huh 
It's good. It's so, something tells me that's what I'll be playing next week. I think you'd really like Slam Rancher, actually, Call. I've played it before. I didn't. I thought it was okay, but I might be in a different headspace now. Yeah, it's to in me the headspace where I can only play games that I don't know don't have bad guys. Yeah, in it. I think you'd like Slime Rancher just because it kind of hits that kind of Stardew kind of kind of thing. Except you're ranching slimes. It's good. Um, so this next game is called, I think Valhalla, <laughs> but it's V A dash eleven H A L L dash A. It's a cyber part cyberpunk bartender game. I don't know. It's coming to PC December 3rd. Uh, yes, Your Grace is coming to Android console and PC December 3rd. That's a, like a kingdom simulator, I believe. Dragon's Quest 11s Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition, which is a terrible name, is coming to consoles and PC December 11th. That game looks kind of kind of all right. I don't know. It looks a little, looks maybe a little anime for me, but I haven't, I haven't played a Dragon Quest game in forever, so that might be kind of fun. Uh, Call of the Sea is coming to Android console and PC December 8th. That game looks really good. It looks kind of walking sim narrative kind of game. Uh, Monster Sanctuary is coming to Android and console December 8th. I don't know anything about that one. Starbound is coming to PC. I was so excited when I saw this, but then I saw that it was only PC. Ah, sorry, man. Look, that game... I mean, I own it on PC. Is that... Plays, yeah, we but... played Starbound before. It's made by the folks. It's kind of Stardew Valley-ish. Or not Stardew. I'm uh, sorry. It's uh, Terraria. Terraria. Like... Don't don't look into that game's history. Okay. Will not do. Not, not great. Uh, bummer. It's a fun game, though. I've played it a little bit. It's good. Uh, Unto the End is coming to console and PC on December 9th. Uh, Assetto Corsa is coming to Android and console December 10th. Gang Beasts, which is so dang good, uh, is coming to Android and console December 10th. We might have to set up like an online Gang Beasts tourney sometime around the 10th because that game's so fun. We've played it multiple, multiple years during our Extra Life Marathon. It's super fun. Uh, Greedfall is coming to Android console and PC December 10th. That's like a... I bought that game like four months ago. Uh, game looks and have not played it. It looks pretty cool though, right? Yeah. It's like, I only paid like eight bucks for it though. So do you know what kind of game it is? It's like a like a sorty role playing game, right? Yeah, it looks kind of like not like Skyrimish because it looks way less like open worldy, but like that kind of yeah. It's not bad. It's the developer of that game is called is named Spiders. That's all. It's just spiders. Spiders. Eight out of ten on IGN. Can't uh, can't say terrible about that. Apparently, it is a pirate RPG. This game actually is getting more and more interesting. So I might have to check that out. Uh, what else is coming? Super Hot Mind Control Delete, which is the brand new expansion for Super Hot. Uh, it's coming to Android and console December tenth. Super Hot is so good. Like I cannot say enough good things about that game. A game. Uh, and granted, I've only ever played it in VR, but I will tell you, the first time I got shot in that game, I literally grabbed my chest because it felt that real. It's a good game. Uh, and then finally, Ukulele and the Impossible Layer is coming to Android console and PC uh, December 10th. That's the Ukulele side-scrolling game, I believe. Oh, um, which is... It's better than Ukulele. Um but it's a little generic, I felt. Like, it's it's not bad, but if you want kind of a... a just kind of a, a generic side-scroller. It's not, nothing nothing bad, but nothing to write home about. So, check that out. December 10th. Um, there's a bunch of games uh, starting December 3rd that are coming not only to Android devices, but they, they're probably already there, but they're going to get touch controls, so you don't have to have a controller if you don't want to. I, I don't think it's obviously the best way to play... 
Hyperdot would actually probably be better with touch controls. Yeah, and so Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is kind of a Castlevania-esque game, is coming. Golf with your friends, Hyperdot, Eichenfell, Indivis- Indivisible, Scourgebringer, The Tourist. How do you play The Tourist with touch controls? Can you even imagine? It was impossible with a controller. And Vambrace, Cold Soul are all getting touch controls on uh, Android via xCloud. Um, I would say Golf with your friends would work very good with touch controls. Hyperdot would work, work very good with touch controls. Um, Inkenfell would probably work very good with touch control so there's there's some kind of cool stuff there um prime gaming for Dece- uh december you're gonna see turmoil sigma theory global cold war uh, again hyperdot which is a good game hyperdot's a lot of fun if you haven't tried that uh close to the sun which is also kind of a fun game you're driving a uh like a solar powered airplane and have to see how fly, far you can fly it before running out of solar power. It's a good, good deal. And uh, Wizard and Legend. So those are part of Prime Gaming. You just have to be a uh, Amazon Prime subscriber, link up your stuff to Twitch, and you can get those for free uh, on the PC. Uh, PlayStation Now, which is obviously PlayStation's gaming service, is getting uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition. So that includes the like snowy winter expansion, which that's a, that's a cool deal. That probably is one of the ones that's only around for three months, if I had to guess, but I don't actually know. Uh, Stranded Deep Broforce, which is Broforce is a really fun game. I like that a lot. Um, Wreckfest Drive Hard Die Last. Uh, and I know that one's only around for a couple months there. Uh, the Surge 2 and then Darksiders 3. Did you beat Darksiders 3 or did you beat Darksiders Genesis, Call Darksiders Genesis. Yeah. I've heard okay things about Darksiders 3. Give that a try. Uh, and then Epic Games this month is Cave Story Plus. Um, it is a original story brimming with personality, mystery, and fast-paced fun run jump shoot fly and explore your way through a massive adventure reminiscent of classic 8 and 16-bit games that game is like one of the original like that game might have been in like indie games the movie or whatever that doc about indie game things that was a, a pretty big one so i always get cave story and what's the double fine game one in set in the cave uh, i think it is actually called the cave yeah, 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 I think it is. That's what I was thinking, too. If you've not played I, The Cave, that game is great. Um, it's a 360 really like game. Him. Really? Oh, I really liked yeah. The Cave. I thought it was, like, the writing in that game I thought was incredibly clever, so. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really like it. Well, you can trust me, you can trust Colby. Yeah. Really, all you can do I is mean, play for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, it was, like, one of those games that I played now and it felt very 360 It is, that I do not uh, and, disagree with. And it... It was just like one of those. I'm like, I... yeah. It probably would be better on PC, honestly, than on a yeah. than on a uh, a console. So, give it a try. Uh, I think it's us for this week. We don't have any uh, nothing terrible happens, so we don't have to talk about Troll Corner unless you want to like drag uh, Starbound through the dirt a little bit more. But that's all right. <laughs> they didn't pay like a bunch of people. Oh, well. Like they used like I, I want to say it was something like they used like people to do like art for them some of them who were like essentially like underage people oh. like kind of like like deviant art kind of you know things like hey can we use that and they're like yeah we'll pay you and then just never did oh. like there was a, a whole big thing with them not paying uh you can search for starbound not and it just <laughs> comes up paying employees yeah there's been a couple of indie games like that the same thing happened in my time at porsche where they didn't pay a bunch of their voice yeah. actors um yeah a Hat in Time had the same problem where they just weren't paying people. Like it's, I get that Former, running an Indigo Studio is hard, but like you know yeah. you got to get together a little bit. Former developers of Starbound are accusing Chucklefish of promising pay and never delivering, despite people working hundreds of hours. Oh no! Oh well. All right. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. Uh, that mm-hmm. is us for this week, I believe. Uh, you can find us 
at bitemepodcast.com. You can uh, find us on social media at facebook.com, twitter.com, instagram.com slash bitemepodcast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. You can join our Discord by going to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord, hanging out with us there as we chat about things. Uh, Dylan, why don't you do what you do? Bite me. Bite me.